Hi, my name is Derek Schneider, and I own Visiting Angels in Wichita Falls, Texas, and Lawton, Oklahoma. This podcast is called Addressing the Elephant because I believe it is better to be proactive rather than reactive when it comes to aging well. So each episode, I'll invite someone that has a ton of experience about an issue or topic that relates to elder care, which is a topic that if you live long enough, we'll all have to face. I hope you really enjoy. I wish I found you a long time ago. We could have taken it easy, could have taken it slow. And passed our old lives like a sweet summer day, like waves on the water watching time. All right. My name is Derek Schneider. We are addressing the elephant today uh, with Pam Hughes uh, mm. with the the kitchen. So, Pam, will you introduce yourself? Yes. Uh, my name is Pam Hughes. I am the director of marketing and development for the kitchen in Wichita Falls. Awesome. So, what is the kitchen? Yeah. So, okay. Well, we used to be called Senior Citizen Services of North Texas Incorporated. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's really awful. So, yeah. so in 2012, uh, the board and the CEO, Jackie Hamm, uh, came together and said, we need something a little smaller, something that's more familiar for people to say. And they thought about all the services that we provide and decided that the best name would be The Kitchen because we cook meals for all, I mean, Got we it. have meals for yeah. all of our programs, but also um, she felt like that name was a warm and inviting name because yeah. people gather around the kitchen, yeah. like a family, and That's we good. call ourselves a family of programs. Cool. So um, is, you know, here in Wichita Falls, we have this, but I feel like the this sort of type of service is in other communities. Uh, around the country, around right. Texas, is right. that right? Yes. Okay. So t tell me, tell me the difference. What's that look like um, around the country? Is it is it the same, or Wichita Falls is very different? What's that look like? Well, we have five programs, but the one that really is nationally, you know, included is Meals on Wheels. Okay. We are a member of Meals on Wheels of America. Got it. And we run the Meals on Wheels program in the city of Wichita Falls. But we also have two senior citizen centers, the Red Door and the Green Door. Okay. And we have a kids' meals program that's partly associated with Meals on Wheels. And we started a new Anna Meals program for our Meals on Wheels clients. So we've just incorporated an umbrella of different yeah. programs. That's why we call ourselves a kitchen. Yeah. We're most popularly known for Meals on Wheels, but we can't really just say, hey, we're Meals on Wheels because we do so much more. We do a lot more, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Makes sense. But there are a lot of, there are, with Meals on Wheels, there are different facets of Meals on Wheels. If They say if you've seen one Meals on Wheels, you've seen one meals on wheels they're they're not all the same they sure. do follow the same precedents where they want to feed people that are seniors disabled and homebound yeah but each one looks unique yep. and different yep. but serves the same purpose that's wonderful so so meals on wheels kind of uh, let's get really deep into this sure so what you know what is it and how is it uh, how is it done well here in Wichita Falls? Okay. Well, for more than 50 years, we've had some form of Meals on Wheels. We okay. affiliated in the 70s, but it started before then. Um, our The kitchen began in 1967, and the way it started was uh, we had some seniors coming together and doing fellowship in a in a hall across from where we are right now. Yeah. 
And when they would finish their potluck meals, they would put plates together and deliver those plates to their friends who were disabled and unable to leave their homes. And they did that on a regular basis. Then they started to organize, and then they became an official member of Meals on Wheels. And today, right. we have 57 routes. Wow. We deliver approximately 800 meals, sometimes more, a day. Yeah. And we provide meals for seven days of the week. Wow. Uh, that's new as of 2017. Okay. We started providing shelves. Well, we did frozen, and now we're doing shelf-stable meals. Yes. And we deliver those on Tuesdays uh, so that we don't... It's fiscally more responsible sure. for us not to be open on the weekends. Yeah, makes sense. We don't have to pay for staff to be there, right. electricity, you know, have yep. 57 more volunteers come in. Right. Uh, and so we provide those meals so they get seven meals a week, but we deliver five days of the week. Uh, and we have over 400 volunteers that help us throughout the year to do that. And thank goodness, because... Uh, I would say maybe 95% of our routes are delivered by volunteers. So yeah. we really have two, we just have two part-timers that deliver the rest of the routes. Got it. And that last year saved us $345,000. Wow. I know. So, so how many, how many uh, volunteers did you say? Over 400. Over but there, 400 some are regulars. Yeah. Okay. And like you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for delivering oh, yeah. by the way, Derek. Sure. Um, visiting angels does that for us and we really appreciate it. Um, some are regulars yep. and some are substitutes. Okay. Some are seasonal, like yep. teachers when they're off yeah. for the holidays. They'll okay. deliver during Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. They'll deliver during the summer. Um, some are one and dones. You know, they'll just give it, the, they'll say, hey, I want to experience this. I'm going to give it a try yep. while I'm here and then I'm going off to college. And so they'll come in and we appreciate them just as much because, it, I mean, Every day we have 57 routes that we have to yeah. fill and people get sick. People sure. have to travel. People um, have other things that they need to take care of. So, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. So, so tell me how you got involved. How did you get oh, um, okay. uh, this job here? Well, okay. So I, I will tell you that um, I love Meals on Wheels because okay. of a personal experience. Okay. And most people do yeah. because of a personal experience, whether it's they deliver and see for themselves the people that they're helping or they've had a loved one, a neighbor, a friend, a family member who has received Meals on Wheels. Yeah. Well, my granny received Meals on Wheels. Mm. Um, she had had, she was just this lively, vivacious person. And then out of nowhere, she had, a heart attack and had to have triple bypass surgery. And then after that, she had so many problems that she couldn't prepare meals for herself. And yeah. we were working full time. Um, I was, I was in college and doing part-time work and um, we wanted to make sure she was okay. So we paid for her to receive meals on wheels. Yeah. Where'd you go to college? Uh, here. Okay, MSU. Cool. MSU. Yay. Yeah. It was Indians at the time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, in my head, I, I didn't know. I had never seen them deliver. Got it. And all, I kept thinking, oh, it's like pizza delivery. Yeah. Here's your food. See you later. Yeah. But then she died. Oh. And when she passed away, um, some of the Meals on Wheels drivers came to her funeral. Wow. And they were like, oh, you're Pam. And, oh, she told me so much about you and blah, blah, blah. And they knew details about her life and knew details about me. Yeah which meant they had built relationships with her and they right. loved her and they were heartbroken that she had passed away and 
the fact that they loved her made me love Meals on Wheels, and I saw sure. it at a totally in a totally different framework. So I had a big fondness for them for what they did for her. Yeah. And uh, when I got the opportunity, when Jackie approached me about becoming the marketing director, yeah. I said yes, absolutely. Totally. And so I've loved working there. How long you been at it? Four years. That's great. Yeah, it, it time has flown by. I've yeah. really enjoyed it. That's awesome. I, I I mean, I know from first hand, firsthand experience, you know, there's certain times where you're able to have those moments yeah. with with those uh, the people that you deliver with. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they some other folks don't allow you to kind of like sure. you know do that. But I, I mean, I can you know I have a specific person that uh, is just the best. She's a British lady, and we can you know <laughs> talk for yeah. thirty minutes, and I'm like I. I really gotta go. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I I want to stay, but I have like twelve more like meals to deliver before noon. You know, yeah. so did you know she's in her nineties? I didn't know. Yeah, no. yeah, I know who you're talking about yeah, yeah. Though, because there's not a lot of British women. No, on her. she's she's the best. <laughs> she has, you know, she has a, the 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 uh, flag on her car. Anyway, I started her car because she's like, I haven't started my car in forever. Can you help me start a car? And I was like. <laughs> All right, you know, let me drive it around the block. Well, so. we love volunteers like you. Yeah, it's that super, care about. It's yeah. super fun. It's so fun. Um, so what goes into um, making the meals? Um, because okay. not only um, there's specific requirements, right, that, yes. um, that goes into it. You're not just throwing in random food, but it's. Particular. So tell me about like the well, whole process there. We receive some government funding okay. and in doing so we have to comply with ADA requirements. So every meal is nutritious. It has to be served hot. Um, and then we have a cold pack on the side. Yep. It has, those are requirements. They have to qualify in all those areas or we don't receive funding. And Got we it. would do that anyhow. Sure. Because we, we care about them. We want them to have good health. That's yep. the whole purpose of this. Um, and so in the morning, they start at seven o'clock yeah. and start preparing those meals. And by the end of the day, with all of our programs, they make about 2000 meals a day. How many, how many people are like preparing those meals? Um, 10, 10. maybe 10, wow. 10 people. And it's just a machine. When They're I just... first started working there, I walked over to the kitchen and I was going to, I was going to make changes and help things out. And I yeah. showed up and I saw how it worked and I went, the best thing I can do is stay out of the way <laughs> yeah. because they've done it so well. It's just a well-oiled machine. Do y'all change menus? What's that look yes, like? Yes, we have a nutrition. We we have um, a nutrition consultant okay. that is hired to uh, to who's organize that? those meals. Who, who's well, in? we have a new kitchen management now, so okay. it's a different person. But okay. um, I'm not quite sure who it was okay. previously. Yeah. And so those meals are prepared specifically to meet all of the requirements yeah. and to try to add a, a little uniqueness so yeah. people aren't getting the same thing every week. And um, and then we receive feedback. Uh, if if they don't like it, they let us know, and then we start making modifications each month. Like, sure. okay, this was a bad idea. Don't put this back on the menu. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we want them to enjoy the meals. That's right. That's right. And, and so... Uh, our it's little lady that we're talking about, she she does not like uh, Mexican food. She's like, oh, please, yeah. please don't give me Mexican food. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't make those, those rules. If it stays on the menu, that yeah. means half like it and that's half right. don't. And we just have to kind of go with it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, one of the funny things is that some of our programs, they like breakfast. 
Like, like breakfast for uh, lunch. Yeah, I'd love and breakfast. And so once for a month, we would do breakfast for lunch. And then like half of the programs love it and right. half of the programs hate it. And sure. we're like, okay, I don't yeah, know what to do with that. Right. It's like their favorite and like their least liked. Sure. So, Got it. Um, but we try to make sure that we have a variety of foods so mm-hmm. that, and we want them to have, um, we want them to have the best nutritional opportunities. Right. So uh, they start at 7 a.m. They get all of that loaded up and ready to go. By 10 o'clock, some of our volunteers start coming yep. in, our retired ones. They yep. love each other. They've yep. been around for a decade or so, and they sit around the table mm-hmm. and and have coffee and a, a little treat that we set out. And yeah. then uh, they wait for their routes to come out, and mm-hmm. they start being delivered at 1030. Yep. They have until 130 to have all the meals out. Yep. Uh, and then um, as soon as they finish finish Meals on Wheels, they start with the Senior Citizen Centers. And as soon as that's done, they start with the kids' uh, cafe meals wow. during the day. Wow. So what um, you've mentioned that um, you deliver to the Meals on Wheel portion of it, you deliver to folks that are uh, senior. Yes. Um, so over the age of 65, I guess. Um, Is yes. that what you guys yes. do? Okay. Disabled. Yes. Um, and then homebound. Yes. Is that right? So, so for our listeners, uh-huh. uh, who knows if anybody's going to be listening, but if anybody <laughs> listens, what does that look like? If they know of a loved one that go, well, they meet those three requirements. How do they go about like telling somebody yes. to get them involved in this program? They, they definitely need to encourage them to give us a call. We're not okay. allowed to take calls from someone else we can't get a neighbor calling us saying hey my neighbor needs meals on wheels okay they have to call and request Mm -hmm. services um that's that's just a requirement but all they have to do is give us a call and then our client specialist will visit with them and make sure that they qualify and if a lot of the time when they call they've qualified for a very long time and they've waited and waited and waited and they've had multiple disabilities. Yeah. They're going hungry and you know, it's taken somebody to encourage them because they don't want to hand out. A lot of our clients are very proud that generation sure. oh, yeah. is, I mean, they fought for their country. They've taken care of their parents, yeah. their kids, their grandkids. They've done everything right. They've right. worked 60 hours a week and now they're just at that place where it's time for them to get, what they need totally and they 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 don't they don't want to hand out they don't want and i've had i had one woman call she was 91 yeah and she could barely like barely move around she couldn't spread peanut butter on Mm. on bread and and she said i guess i might need this now (laughs) we're like bless your heart you should have called us um Pride's a tricky thing, right? Yeah, but it's it's yeah. so a lot of people it's it's not it's not a handout. I want them yeah. to know that if oh, yeah. they qualify, right. then they deserve the services and totally. they've they've done their part. So so your your client specialist they they do like a phone screening. Yes, they okay. do a phone screening and then they go out and visit with okay. them. What are some of those things that they ask? What what kind of question? Just so if they have any any ailments, any disabilities okay. of any sort, yep. um, any medical issues. Okay. Um, that that would qualify them. They ask if they can drive. Okay. They ask um what their um economic issue is. Okay. You know to find out um if if they qualify financially as well. Okay. Uh, right now we have sixty three percent of our clients live on less than twelve thousand dollars a year. Yeah. <laughs> and that's you know below the poverty level of yep. course, and so that same amount say that 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 our meal is the only meal they eat each day yeah 
uh, and that definitely makes them a qualifier. Um, A lot of the people, like I mentioned, are so frail, they can't stand up and to a cabinet or a countertop to even make a sandwich for themselves. Right. And they'd rather just go hungry than to struggle. Because it's painful. Yeah, Yeah, they can't. Or they have a risk of falling. That's right. Yep. And, um, and so, and and 79% of them are disabled and most of our disabled have multiple disabilities, Mm -hmm. not just one. It's usually four or five. Yeah. Um, and then the homebound that qualify, some of them are, um, are, are veterans that have PTSD Mm -hmm. and they are disabled. They truly are. They have a difficulty leaving their homes. Um, and some of those veterans are double amputees, you yeah. know, have, have some type of amputation, have some type of, of disability on top of that. Um, but we, we know that they do need services and, and they need to not be forgotten. hundred I mean, percent. Yes. Yeah. So man, they, um, so, so there's a lot of folks that get this for free. Yes. And, but then, uh, if I'm not I'm not mis- you can pay for this if you oh, yes. if you uh, have if you are above a certain level whatever that level yes. is then then you can pay for it. Tell me about that too. Well, we in fact um, you qualify not because you have a lack of funds, but because of some there's some people that live in the country club. Okay, yeah, but they're disabled and they can't prepare meals for That's themselves, right. That's right. and they don't have family that live near here, and they'd yep. rather pay for a meal to be brought to them. Totally, and we are happy to do it because they qualify for yep. services. And we, I, I can think of one client that not only pays for their meal but gives us twice as much to pay for someone else. It's awesome. I know. Yeah, but that's awesome. You know. We want them to call if they have a need. We want to make sure that they get fed. And and how much is the those those meals for if they're paying for it out of pocket? Roughly six dollars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It takes that much because sure. we have to prepare the meal and then we have to. Is it a sliding scale at all? Um. Yes. According okay. to economic. Okay. Need, so yeah. it starts at six, and then but yes. some people may only pay two dollars. Uh, some people, well, a lot of people pay nothing. Right. Like okay. they may give us a dollar a month. Right. And we're like, okay, there's that's $12. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes Some sense. Some give nothing at all. Sure. So, um, so not only do you guys deliver 400 meals, Eight, 800. 800 or more, 800 to 850. 800 meals with 400 volunteers. Yes. But then you also have these centers yeah. in which, um, a community comes in and, and tell me about these centers that okay. you have. The, you have the red door and green door. Yes. Yep. So the red door, like I said, started in 1967. That's okay. where everything began. Yep. And it was called the red door because they painted the door red. It was down the, yes. eye, it was down um, an alleyway and mm. people just couldn't find it. They were going round and around. They said, just go down the alley and look for a red door. Got it. So when uh, a synagogue was donated to us across the street, they just kept the name because everybody called it the Red Door. It yep. was the first senior citizen center in Wichita Falls. It's awesome. And uh, today it's located in the old Social Security building mm. on 10th and Burnett. Yep. And we serve between 100 and 250 people a day. It really depends on what's on the menu. Sure. Like if it's taco salad day, they're showing up. Got it. <laughs> so, or if we have a big holiday like Thanksgiving's coming up, yeah. um, the most we've had is about 325 for Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah. Um, but they can come in and uh, we ask for donations. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we ask for a donation, but you do not have to pay for your meal. We just have a donation box. We don't know who pays, who doesn't pay. They just come in, they get their ticket. And um, I would say we average about 80% who pay for their meals at the red door. Got it. And um, they can come in as early as eight o'clock in the morning. They have coffee, watch prices right. Cool. Sit around, play bingo. Right. And we have bingo almost every day. Yeah. And we do, they can do card games. They just have fun together. We do an event once a month um, to try to make things special. And we have karaoke every other Friday. Okay. And that's usually a pretty large turnout, too. Every other Friday. Every karaoke. other Friday. What time is karaoke? So everybody It starts knows. at 1030. 1030. Okay, karaoke, 1030. Yeah, right. if you come in, boy, they're confident. They just come in. They'll sing all the way until lunch. And then right after lunch, they'll sing until 1 o'clock. So I've done karaoke twice in my life. And, <laughs> um, and, and twice. I'm, I'm horrible. I'm, like, really, really bad at singing. But, like, I pick songs that, like, I think... Uh, like the elderly population would like because <laughs> that's all I'm like, yeah. that's, that's my range. It's like, yeah. it's Johnny Cash. That's all I, oh, I'm like. Awesome. Okay. I, 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 so I need to go on a Johnny, Ca- I'm going to go and I need to do Johnny Cash. You need to do it. They'll be so excited. It's the enthusiasm. It's not the talent. That's right. Just that's right. I'm going to wear black, all black. Do and it. Like, Dress up yeah. like Johnny Cash and then start singing. My dad would be proud. I love, I love Johnny, Johnny Cash. Cash. Gosh, he's the best. <laughs> well, so that's the red door. Okay. And yep. then, um, and we try to make it an environment. We're not turning tables. Mm-hmm. They can stay as long as they want. And then uh, we close our doors at four. So if they need a place to be all day, they can do fellowship. And those are the people that, while they're still able, I mean, you know, human interaction is very important. And, and it's, it's vital. So while they can, they come and they fellowship and enjoy meals there. And yeah. then once they get to a place where they just can't, tr- you know, come up to the center, then they become a Meals on Wheels client. Yeah. And um, right now, just, I know it's a sidebar, but 35% of our clients that we serve for Meals on Wheels see no other human but the volunteers that deliver Meals on Wheels. And that means like seven days of the week, no one shows up at their door. I believe it. And they look, they are so excited. You know, the person, you know, the one you're talking about 30 minutes a day, when she wants to talk to you, more than likely, it's because you're it. You're going to totally. be the one person that she sees that day, and it means the world to her yeah. to have that human contact. And it, it does improve their health. Yeah. So we pride ourselves in saying we're more than just a meal. Well, we are because our volunteers, too, they'll call us and say, hey, you know, Mr. Johnson didn't look very good today, yeah. and he had a big bruise on his eye, or he was disoriented. Maybe you need to take care of that. Um, and we will call them. We'll call their emergency contacts. We'll go out there and see them. But we want to make sure, I mean, they are not a number. They are That's a right. person. Our, our director of Meals on Wheels knows almost every single person on, our, on the routes yeah. by heart, all their disabilities, all their issues, pretty much knows their, she cares She's done this for 34 years, and uh, and our clients, specialists do that as well because they interact with them on the phone all the time, and and twice a year they'll go out and do visits which e- with each Meals on Wheels client to make yeah. sure, are you still in a good situation? Is everything okay? Um, Takes a village. Yeah, it does. Well, and awesome. then I, I'm sorry I went off on, on no, that. No, it's great. But um, the Green Door is our other senior yes. citizen center. And it is on the east side. It's located at the Martin Luther King Center. Um, The city owns that building, so they manage it. Uh, We 
we provide lunches and uh, we've done a little more this year. We're bringing in some of the same events that we had at the Red Door. Um, you know, we just. We, and you don't cook on site there, do you? No, we bring the food bring to them. Bring them from the, okay. And we serve about 50 to 60 people there. Okay. And most of them walk from their homes yeah. to come in there. They don't drive. Um, they would be Meals on Wheels clients if we didn't have that center there because they live in a food desert yeah. and they don't have transportation. Um, about 100% of those meals are are donated uh, by the kitchen. But Isn't that interesting? Yeah. You you used a terminal. You used a, a word, a phrase here, a food desert. A food desert in Wichita Falls, Texas. I know. And we have it here. Yeah. And how important is it that, like, you, what you guys are doing? Well, Wonderful. yeah, so yeah. we're really grateful to have the opportunity to serve meals at the Green Door because, like I said, they would be Meals on Wheels clients. But they want to have fellowship. They want to have human interaction. Yeah. And um, while they can, they should have that opportunity. So we're really, really grateful to have that site Yep. Uh, the green door has been open since 1978. And so wow. um, not at that location, but now it is. Sure. And um, it it's growing. It didn't grow for a long time, but now it is, yeah. you know, they're because they get to have that human interaction. It's the same meal. Yep. They'd get the meal for Meals on Wheels, but they want to have the human contact yep. every day. Makes sense. Yeah. So um, we have all these different things going on and, and we probably don't have a lot of time to talk about the, the kids aspect of it, but can I mention yeah, I'd one love to. part of the yeah, kids? Yeah, I'd love to. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, so a, a sidebar to Meals on Wheels, we have a kids Meals on Wheels. Mm -hmm. um, in 2017, we also uh, were approved to deliver to homebound children with disabilities and their wow. caregivers. And people go, wow, that's like a, a really minute number. Well, I would have called my child would have qualified for that. And so wow. I know there is a need. My daughter was born six weeks early. She was perfectly healthy until then. There was nothing wrong with her. But when she was delivered at six weeks early, her stomach was underdeveloped and she had to have several surgeries. Yeah. She had to be tube fed for several years. Oh, wow. And I had to quit my job because, you know, here we are, two incomes. Yeah doing just fine. And then all of a sudden you have a child that's born surprise. You know, she needs 100% sure. of your attention or you were going to have to pay somebody the same amount that you make each, right. you know, yeah, it yeah. was, it, and I wanted to be the one to care for her. Yeah. I'd rather have me do it. If it's going to cost so much, um, no childcare facility would take her. And so, I mean, I, I felt like it was God's grace that I was able to do it, but um, here we are with half the income now, right? Just piling medical bills, and um, and you know we didn't know how we were going to survive it. We did, yeah. but I can remember I can remember months where I would walk into Walmart and go, I have twenty dollars to buy groceries this week, and I would calculate it in my head what I could pick up, right? Um, just so that we could survive because we didn't have any options. Um, and so I know there's more people like that and yeah. we're, I'm perfectly fine now. She's healthy as a horse. Sure, she's sure. strong. She's right. good about the age of five. Everything kind of clicked and she got really good and she was able to go to school. So how do, how do you guys deliver? Are you guys delivering these meals too? Yes. Okay. And so we, we, we have that program available, but 
like you said, some people don't realize yeah. what is available. And so if you know of anyone yeah. who needs those services, please refer them to us because yeah. we want to provide it. Right. We want to be able to help those families that just didn't anticipate the situation totally. and it is what it is. But we want to make sure that they're going to be okay. So now, I mean, we're... Is it a I'm different really, meal than the no, same meal? Well, okay. it would be it, it would be dependent on their age, Got of it. course. But okay. the, the parent would receive the regular Meals on Wheels Got meal. It. Yep. Um, and so if you know of anyone, we want... Mm -hmm. I, and I'm really... It's one of those things that makes me very proud to be a member of... Uh, be an yeah. employee of the kitchen. Because... They cared for my grandmother mm -hmm. and, you know, I can relate to the scenarios yeah. with the kids meals program and just, just the generosity and the willingness to make sure that people don't go hungry right. in Wichita Falls. It, it just, it feels good to wake up every day and go to a job that does that. So it's yeah. so important. You're, you're like, you're in your zone. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So, so, um, how you, there's a lot of things that, um, you know, the population, Wichita Falls, uh, what ways that we can help oh, uh, gosh. the kitchen? You can donate. donate. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, yeah. We, because especially for our weekend meal program. Mm. So we get some government funding for okay. our weekday programs, but 100% of our weekend meal program is paid by private donations. Yeah. And we don't want to give up that program. We want to hold on to it. Right. Um, because, well, we did surveys, and right now, this year, 51% said they would starve on the weekends. What they used to do, actually, is they would take parts of their weekday meals and hold them back. Like, okay, this roll will make it through the weekend, so I'm going to take that off and not eat it today. Yeah. Just so they wouldn't starve on the weekends, or right. they just go completely hungry on the weekends because they can't afford food. Wow. Uh, and we don't, I mean, if you think about the, the nutritional deficit of going hungry for two days I, we just don't want that to happen anymore and when we started the program it was 73 percent of our clients were going hungry it's gotten better but still just the same it's half of our people so donations if people could yeah. give that would be the greatest blessing um, another way that you can help is volunteering because yeah. people transition uh, 70 percent of our routes are, are delivered by retired people yep. so eventually they get to a place where they can't deliver anymore. We have a 95-year-old sure. that delivers right now. Oh, and how cool. And I'm feeling like she's probably going to need to quit eventually. <laughs> and um, But we need another set of people to yep. take the place of those who've been delivering for a decade. That's mm -hmm. awesome. So that's a way you can help is to volunteer as well. And to share the message, like let other people know there's need. There's a need for donations. There's a need for volunteers. If you can't do it yourself, just let people know that you think might be like-hearted, um, that ha can can relate to Meals on Wheels, or just encourage people to give it a try. Just go and see if you would be interested in in, in volunteering just one time. Yep. And and most of the time they come back because I, it's such a great experience. It is. It is. And I tell you what, like my kids love it. Oh, like, I mean, you're such a good dad. Thank they, you for taking they, your kids. They love it. I mean, I can't do it all the time because they're in school, right? But sure. like in the summer, they are begging me. And I'm like, ah, you know, I'm like, okay, I got to kind of plan extra a little bit of time because I got to go pick them up and then sure. you know, all those different things. But they, they love, they love it. Well, the Meals on Wheels clients love it too. They love oh. seeing little faces. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It makes it, their whole it's day. It's really the best. And so, um, 
they there was a program you guys did this maybe a couple months ago yeah where you invited like the kids uh we called it, it kids community champions day because yeah. we have a community champions day in march for march for meals okay. where we invite leaders and celebrities and guess community yep. heroes to come out and deliver one day and we thought well you know these little kids i mean our meals on wheels clients love seeing them and it would just be it would be such a treat Yep. If one day these kids could deliver all the routes, and um, and there are community champions as well, these kids are, and they're going to be the next, the future volunteers. So yep. we feel like it went really well. We got a lot of really positive feedback from our clients and yeah. from the kids. So yeah, I encourage you to keep on because it is it's one it, you know you always look for like moments mm -hmm. like as a dad or as a you know mom to moments where you can kind of like point kids to like other things where it's not just about them yeah you know and like yeah. i'm so grateful for like those opportunities that you like that y'all provide oh, thank so, you. because because it's super important because you're always just trying to figure out well how do i not create like entitlement for my kid Right. And so, right. um, and you're always looking for those different things. And so super grateful for those like opportunities and avenues that you guys provide, because it means a lot. It really does. So keep it up. Thank you, Derek. Well, thank um, you for bringing your kids to do that. I mean, it, it's, they're, they're, it's so fun. It really is. Mm. Um, what else, what other things like, uh, could you tell us about, um, the kitchen? Any, is there a fun story or a sad story that you'd like to share before we kind of close up? There are some pretty amazing Meals on Wheels clients. Mm -hmm. You get surprised. I mean, you'll if you sit and visit with them, they have quite a few stories themselves. Yeah. Um, one, uh, I went to go on a route, I guess, a month or so ago, and the guy was so grateful for his meals. He said, come on in, and I, I'll play you a song. And he just created a song about how grateful he was to mm. receive meals on wheels and he just played it for us it was so Did sweet he use an instrument or was yeah, he used a guitar oh, acoustic guitar, so and it was really good so sweet. um and that was kind of fun um and then well recently at the green door we found out that one of the people who is a regular her name is ruby she was a backup singer and dancer for ray charles <laughs> Oh my gosh. She has a picture. She was showing it. Yeah, it's really, oh, cool. I know you just don't know when you take the time to get to know them. They all, well, everyone has a story. 100%. Everyone has a story, but some of them are just really intriguing and, yeah. and um, people should take the time to get to know what they have to say. Uh, uh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. But I think the thing that I've enjoyed the most, um, because I'm in marketing and yep. development, I'm, I'm always, uh, I also have to do grant writing and it's yeah. not one of my favorite things to do because sure. it means I have to sit behind a desk and write words and, yeah. um, I like interacting with people. So sometimes I'll take a route and, uh, I'll, I really, I love doing it and I take a different one each time because I want to see all the facets of it. And, and in doing so, it reminds me of what I'm doing and that I need to just suck it up, just go back there and, and remember why you're doing what you're doing and you know put some passion behind it because yeah. she needs it and he needs it and they matter so i don't know if i have a fun, that's fantastic like, i mean story, no that's the that, that that right there it is is the, that you have the perspective yes. of going golly like there are some moments in your in your work and everybody's work probably that there it becomes a little bit uh, boring 
and or tedious. whatever tedious and mm-hmm. just monotonous and and you know but you are able to like you know find outlets and you know kind of set yourself back up and go you know what what really matters is like is this person yes and this minute thing helps yes. the person and you get to i mean you're connecting the dots and that's like so great really really thankful for your service oh and like gosh. what you get to do it's I'm, awesome I, I feel privileged to be able to do it i'm i'm blessed to have this job i'm not kidding it's a great job awesome yeah. well thanks so much for addressing the elephant oh. uh, it means a lot that you came on and um if you know somebody um or uh that wants to deliver call meals on call the kitchen up and mm-hmm. and uh and get involved yes um, and you can go to our website there's uh you can go to our website to learn information to get the volunteer application to yep. donate and it's www.thekitchenwf.org perfect now put that in the show notes and then um you know there's also different avenues and different ways that um um, to, 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 to donate. And I know that you guys always are having different events out. Yes. And so, um, um, I will keep everybody posted on those as well. Oh, thank you. Of course. Thanks, Pam. Thanks, Dan. All right. See ya. I wish I found you. I wish I found you. I wish I found you. I wish I found you.